Hello, 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 and welcome to the Tapeworms Podcast. My name's Tony Tapeworm. And I'm Caesar. And you're listening to the Tapeworms Podcast year in review with a special guest all the way back from Columbia, Matthew Gatos. You'll listen to that shortly. We have it specially prepared for you guys. First, we just want to give a little update. We have a show this Sunday. December 15th at Rocket Lounge in Hawthorne, California. That's just a little bit south of L.A. So if you're from L.A., it's a nice little short drive. And it's 21 and up, and it's going to be a good time. We also have a song coming out. You want to tell them about that, Caesar? Yeah, we have a song called My Mistake coming out. It's one of our first songs that we actually took a lot of time and pre- recorded professionally. Yeah. Um, it's just going to sound really good. <laughs> <laughs> it better sound really yeah. good. Yeah, and on top of that, Cesar and I just came back from a nice little weekend trip in Mexico City, and it was really fun. We yeah. uh, we went to Teotihuacan, we visited Frida Kahlo's house, which, by the way, I thought, I didn't know she was that rich, her house is huge. Yeah. We also uh, visited different uh, colonias, a bunch of different parts of Mexico, Protested mm-hmm. a little bit of shopping. Yeah, I got some nice Mexican shoes. I mean, they look, they're not like, I mean, they don't look like Mexican. They're, they're from Mexico, but. Okay, and. Uh, right, enjoy the episode. Yeah, it was a really fun time, and we definitely want to go back. We stayed in what part again? Uh, La Condesa. La Condesa. Shout out La Condesa. We hope you enjoy this year in review episode of the Tapeworms Podcast. <laughs> from Colombia all the way over 3,000 miles away yep it's true how are you today I'm good I'm good I'm happy to be here honestly we did one right before I left Mm. I was maybe like 10 pounds heavier but I had the same (laughs) the same jacket actually oh yeah (laughs) I just realized that wasn't even on purpose um you can't see it if you're listening to this podcast, but it's a nice yeah. blue windbreaker <laughs> type jacket, <laughs> kind of vintage. Yeah. Could be from a thrift store. Maybe Wait, I got it off Etsy. Why'd you get skinnier That's, in yeah. Colombia? Yeah, um, I'm not sure. It was maybe partly stress, maybe lack of processed foods. Um, I don't know. Mm. I like I don't I don't eat that much healthier in Colombia, but I lose weight. I don't know if the heat's a factor. I think, well, I think I, I just eat more at home, mm. I guess. Instead of going out yeah. and stuff, yeah. Do you think yeah. you drink as much out there? Oh, <laughs> uh, well, that that's, that's actually a really big thing. Yeah. I, don't, I don't drink as much out there. When you go out to eat, a lot of people usually end up drinking. Yeah. Well, yeah. it's weird. I don't actually, it's weird. I don't drink that much when I eat. Even even here. Yeah, like last oh, night at KBBQ, we, none of us cre- got alcohol. Is there a Korean barbecue in Colombia? No, there's oh, that's what it is. <laughs> now we know. There's definitely. Oh well, you went off. Oh, uh, uh, okay. <laughs> the sole purpose of losing weight is yeah, no, no cable. No wait, wait, hold up. Well, yeah, that's why I went off. That's why I ate like a like a starved animal. Um, no, no, but that's true. Like the only place, I, the only places I do actually drink usually are KBBQ places. Mm-hmm. Like, Cesar has definitely seen me drink a lot of soju at a KBBQ place. But that's that's pretty much the only. Last sometimes night, I don't even get a beer when I. We were so tame last night. Yeah, we were like, tame. Just well, like Galbi came really good. Yeah, <laughs> just drinking water. And just yeah, like, just drinking water, just <laughs> hydrating in between, like plates of meat. Yeah, um, it was, yeah, it was really fun. Yeah, but Galbi King's also not a good KBBQ place yeah. to really. Uh, to really drink yeah can you, you know? just go off on them on here just so people yeah know. galby king it's it's uh, it's good though it's not the best but it's it's literally just the service it's the service yeah there was some like little black shit in my meat though too like i saw in really? one of the one of the brisket there's like little dots and then i was usually not uh i usually don't see at kbbq 
Really? But yeah. I, I don't know. I, I've been there a couple times before, and I I hadn't gone to any other KBBQ places, so I, I thought that was just how it was. That was the standard. But then I went to, you know, some actual no, places like in K-Town. and it's like Bulgogi Hut okay. is way better. Yeah, but, but the food is still, like, it's, like, good enough. The This is what I say. Like, the food at Galbi King is good enough um, that you don't have to go all the way to Bulgogi Hut. Right. Yeah. It, Every it, time. Location, Every time. Yeah. yeah. The location definitely yeah, is. If you're on the west side, side, it's. It's, it's the closest you yeah, can get to K-Town. It's, K-Town it's the closest you can get without driving all the way to K-Town. Yeah. You know how, like, isn't, like, Champagne, France only allowed? They're the only people yeah. allowed to make Champagne. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is there some sort of, like, deal like that in L.A. <laughs> where only Koreatown is allowed to make Korean barbecue? Because well, it's so, you can't find possibly, anywhere outside honestly, of Honestly, yeah. honestly, possibly. I mean, there are, like, chains, like, Jen. Yeah. You know what sweet. I mean? And and in Gardena, there's a lot of yeah. KBBQ places. I, I was in Artesia was today. Just not in West Artesia, yeah. Gardena. Those, that's yeah. the other area that has a lot of KBBQ yeah. places. Yeah, like a four right now. And those, and those are actually cheaper than the, K, the K-Town yeah. places. Yeah, yeah. No, and they're, and they're almost as good. I've been to one in Long Beach that has unlimited ice cream, too. Holy shit. <laughs> I forgot the name of it, but that was that was What great. the fuck? Because you know how you feel all like you, you're super thirsty after Korean because like all the salt and like all the meat. Yeah, but like isn't the worst thing you could possibly j- eat like is ice cream after no, that? No, it's, it's just so <laughs> refreshing. Would, it's like make, really light ice oh, cream. Oh, okay. Like frozen yogurt. Yeah, time. it's like. Just I feel like that would make me almost. even mm. thirstier. It's, I think it just balances out the saltiness. Well, la- lactose is not my friend really yeah. anyway, so I wouldn't, I wouldn't partake yeah. in the, all you can eat. The, <laughs> thing, ice cream. the thing about KBBQ too is like that you're sm- uh, like you have this everyone has this distinct meat smell after yeah, that. It's yeah. true. So I was It was funny. I arrived to KBQ yeah. with like a like a distinct weed smell and then I <laughs> left with a distinct meat smell. Yeah, Same. my backpack. <laughs> I brought a backpack and um I laid it on the floor like a fool. And you know how like cream barbecue like, like the floor is always just super oily no matter where uh, you are. Yeah. It's always like the meat the the essence of meat just reaches the floor Mm -hmm. but my backpack it smelled like meat when i went to work today (laughs) just like straight meat yeah i i went to my girlfriend's place after and she's like you smell like beef and she like made me take a shower well is she she vegetarian no she's not vegetarian but she just watched the movie okja no but i did see parasite the other day yeah well basically same director director, bong Bong joon ho yeah. yeah I hadn't I I hadn't seen it until last night and still haven't like, seen it. Yeah, it was it's not as good as Parasite, obviously, but you saw Parasite. Yeah, yeah. What did that, you think? Did you see Parasite? I've never seen it. You need to watch it. I've been, Is it a documentary or film? It's a no, it's a film. It's a Korean it's a film, film that came out this year. That's getting getting. Wait, what, it's Korean. Yeah, it's all in Korean. I think my coworker was telling me about yeah, it. Yeah, I um I was actually talking to Scruggs because I saw it. Mm. Scruggs, uh, yeah, Scruggs is. Have you met Scruggs? So said <laughs> no. Scruggs is like a a friend a yeah he's in our year at lmu screenwriter yeah, guy yeah and uh i watched a lot of movies at his place and uh he we watched parasite the other day at his mm. and then i was talking to him about it today nice um basically right before this podcast where and can I, I stream it you know i he sent i think i have a link that i can okay. send you does he have a good setup there like yeah TV? he's got a projector oh and then nice. he, he's got like this huge for an apartment it's just this huge ass living room right and on. they just put the movies in the living room nice yeah but um he uh i was telling him like scruggs i think parasite is um i think it's it accomplishes what us tried to accomplish hmm. the jordan peele movie i was gonna watch us on the, the it's, it's got a very similar thematic um, that's a good parallel yeah. i didn't think of it like yeah. that but totally like can you compare like the that? themes without destroying the films um yeah it involves two families yeah. and one's like a sort of a poor family that doesn't have as much and yeah but is, you, you, i don't even want to tell you the basic yeah plot because you should just watch it just you have to yeah go, it's, it's best it's if better you go in with nothing if you, no if you go in blind mm-hmm. it's a million times better because i'm not an english major you think i wouldn't understand no no that's no. not why <laughs> no. no it kind of just you don't that's not why i feel like i wish <laughs> it's not I, out of a sense of super the super thing is i wish i could yeah. like unwatch or, or take parasite out of my memory so i can rewatch it again yeah. for the first time just that's the way it unfolds yeah. like the basic the way that the basic premise unfolds and that's why i don't want to say what the mm-hmm with the, like the basic okay. premises yeah. the way that it unfolds is is actually r- just so good and and pretty funny actually mm-hmm. if, if you don't even if you yeah. don't even know what what it's about what yeah. uh which one do you think is better 
I think Parasite's Parasite. way better. Watch Parasite. Way. I think I think Parasite's probably the best film of 2019 uh, from yeah. what I've seen. From yeah. what I've seen. I, I definitely agree. I've watched some yeah. good movies this year, but Parasite, I come out of the theater thinking like, man, it wasn't Parasite, but it's still pretty good, you know? Yeah. Um, but uh, did you see Burning? Yeah, the yeah. The Korean movie? Yeah. And that, that movie also has a, like a, a thematic parallel with, with, um, with Parasite. Hmm. I, I can give you one hint. It's about kind of uh, wealth inequality a little bit. Mm. Definitely, no, a, a lot of it. Yeah. Doesn't Jordan Peele do a lot of that? Like, yeah. A lot of social commentary on Yeah, yeah but. What, what's the, his first film? Was it, did he do Get Out? Get Out Get is out. the first one. Yeah. But this is the thing, great. like, Us just felt unfocused. If Us had stayed small, like Parasite had done, I think it would have been a million times better. And yeah. there are some things about Us that are really, really good. But, like, just on a thematic level, I feel like Parasite did what Us was supposed to do, honestly. Which was like communicate, I think, something about where we are in the yeah. world, not just in the US, but in Korea, especially in a place mm-hmm. like Korea, mm-hmm. just like with wealth, mm-hmm. wealth yeah. disparity. I don't know any, like, yeah. Of the social status, or I don't understand. Well, that. I mean, if you think wealth inequality is bad in the US, it's probably worse in Korea. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're listening to this and, and have seen the movie, watch it. Or if you haven't seen it, watch it. And if you have, let us know what you think about yeah. it because it's one of our tapeworms approved yeah. favorites. Yeah, well, this is a little Gobby bit King, of a. Let us know what you think about <laughs> Gobby King. <laughs> yeah. What if, like, uh, what 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 the biggest <laughs> listeners <laughs> <laughs> for some reason, what are the waiters? <laughs> yeah, the owner. Okay. Oh, man. So, uh, yeah. the purpose of this podcast episode is to reckon back, gate us, but it's also to do a year in review. Yeah. Of this whole entire year. It's getting to the end of December, Christmas, New Year's, New Year's Eve, yeah. New Year's Day, lots of partying, lots of fun. So what we wanted to do is just take a little breather. Well not breather, but just take a look at all the things we've done this year. And also reflect on it. Yeah. And you have a I've written some down some things. So so I'll just do like a I'll I'll do all of them first right now. Just go, I'll just go January through December, and then after all that, are we going to talk about each month yeah. first, like as we t- as we go by the months, or are you going to? I'll just I'll just rapid fire them, and then maybe okay. we, after that, yeah, we pick some of the good ones. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Let's do a little Q month Q a yearly thing. Like, it's the year in review. <laughs> all right, January, twenty nineteen. Tapeworms only had a few podcasts out, but soon after, George <laughs> Morataya entered the band as a oh. bassist, and we interviewed him too. And we actually had a good amount of sh- shows. We had wait, tr- the podcast is, is older than George being in the band. Yeah, I did not know that. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. It's older than George. <laughs> it's older than All George. All right, February. Okay, yeah, continue. M- more podcast episodes. <laughs> we played at the Five Star Bar, yeah, which good times. has a lot of history to it. Um, yeah. I-, I like the sound there. The sound guy's interesting, but yeah. March. He's kind of a dick. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Hopefully nobody from Five Star Bar is listening to us. I don't even remember him. Yeah. yeah he's, I know Ramon he's like, loved him, actually. Yeah. What? <laughs> Ramon and him like were bros. Really? Cause they both no, but like heads. he's nice, but he's also a dick. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He's not like a bad. Yeah, he's just kind of rude. Mm-hmm. But he's he's a good guy. March, we <laughs> blessed the world with silly girl. Oh my gosh! And our whole lives changed for the better. For the better, <laughs> or some might say. <laughs> yeah. April for the worse. <laughs> we April. I really like this show. We had a show at the Lexington in that little bar in downtown mm-hmm. LA. Yeah. I remember Ellen came out. For yeah, that. That was it was really a small fun. show, but it was like that was actually. I think that might that might have been my favorite show that I was a part of yeah. this year. It was a small but but like very drunk crowd. I think. Yeah. <laughs> so like they just were no, and that place just in general was really dope. I'm I, I'm actually upset I never went back there. Yeah, it was a great place to hang out. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. I know. Wow. The outside was a little sketchy though. <laughs> yeah, but that's, I mean, that's, for sure. that's, that's, just, that's downtown. I was like right yeah. near Skid Row. Yeah, it's happening. Yeah, it was right by Skid Row. That was the thing. Um, May, Gatos and I graduate from yeah. the beautiful, wonderful Loyola Marymount Loyola University, Marymount. and my yeah. and my life spent spun <laughs> into chaos basically ever since then. 
I think this is my favorite show, the Kill for Coco Tapeworms oh, Collab. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was a that fun, was big, and yeah. drug that was, show. That, yeah. was, that was a fun show. The crowd show. was very uh, yeah. happy. That was a very fun show. May is also Caesar's birthday. It's true. <laughs> June. <laughs> uh, June is my birthday, and it was okay. post-graduation. We were sort of... Uh, yeah. I... I don't have a lot written down here, but we still were kicking it. Things were in practicing. Flux. Wormhole was in existence. I was I was in Colombia during this time. Yeah, the first time. Yeah, before. Yeah, and is that it, when you dipped? No, oh, no. Man. While I was over there is when I made the decision to move because mm -hmm. I didn't know what I was doing with my life basically. Yeah. July, Gaius and I go golfing. That was fun. That was really fun. It was. I remember it just being really warm outside, and we were just taking it easy. Like yeah. I hadn't played golf in a while too, and so the first nine holes were just take it easy, and then I was like, Protus, mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> let's step this up a notch. Let's <laughs> let's go head to head in the back nine. Mm -hmm. That and, was fun. And Protus, yeah. it literally came down to the last putt, right? Yep, last putt to win it. And you I, sunk it. I sunk a like a, it was 15, a twenty footer. 20, yeah, yeah, twenty yeah. about twenty foot long. putt on the last hole, it and it's like. Oh my Some god! Tiger Woods shit. Yeah, just call me Tiger. <laughs> I was very upset. <laughs> call me the Tiger. Okay, uh, August slash September, Gatos travels to his homeland. Yeah, that was the I left the um, the twenty. So this is when you 21st, left first. Yeah, I yeah, left the twenty first. Damn, it feels like a long time ago. Right, yeah, it, was it, only does. Four, it was four months ago. That's crazy. Yeah. Almost four months ago. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. September, we come out with our song "Run Over." Run over and big hit in Colombia, which is a big hit in Colombia. I checked yeah. earlier today; it has like four and a half, four thousand five hundred listens now. So shout yeah. out to Benji Bula, and, yeah, our top fan. And in Colombia, yeah. So we're LA big in Colombia. Fuck with us. <laughs> yeah. Let's just go to Colombia. Let's tour Columbia. September. We also I got have the. I'm dead ass. I have a context for us to play a show in, in Colombia. I'm Let's telling you, it. we're going to May. Yeah. yeah, May 2020. How do mm -hmm. we get Ramon and George there? <laughs> Ramon needs to get his passport. That's the only reason. He, he was going to go with us to Mexico, but he, he doesn't have a passport. He has a passport. <sighs> yeah, well, uh, hopefully between here and May, he'll get it. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. It's. I know it's a kind of a long process, it but it's like not... like, what, two months yeah. to get it? Yeah. Um, like, you're, like my real ID. Yeah. <laughs> you mean like two years? Yeah, it took me two years to get my real ID. <laughs> you have it now? Yep. Let's, well, let's finish up the year okay. real quick. Uh, September we also come out with merch, pretty pretty big. Oh yeah, got tote I don't bags even have shirts. any merch. Uh, I have some? shirts. I have shirt. I have it in my car. Oh thank I'll, God. I'll snag you some after we're done recording. So I'm in Colombia. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> October, I say merch comes out, but we also have our music video for Hide and Seek come out. That oh, was yeah. that was uh, a oh, long yeah. time coming. I honestly like it came out and i had completely forgotten about it so right. yeah 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 we all kind of look younger and different and it yeah. was a different part of our lives i still had that goatee i grew up for some could, reason you could definitely <laughs> still see the yeah. pounds on me in, in that video mm -hmm. <laughs> but that uh that was just like a fun process to film honestly it was yeah, a good time in the dusty ass uh, yeah. basement but hey it was all worth it i feel like we got a good reaction from it it was it was really fun to make it and i mean yeah i was still using my pen, my wax pen back then <laughs> made things really fun. Mm -hmm. November is no not November. <laughs> Ramon did, did you guys for a whole month. Did he really? Did he not not? Yeah. He said wow. he started before November, I think, and then he went even past November. What he was just like, whatever. I'm just I'm just gonna do it to test my might. Mm. I wish he could be here to defend himself. Yeah. Um, I really wish. You also go on that camping trip as. Oh yeah, we went on a camping. Oh yeah. Trip. yeah, that was really fun. Um, <laughs> and then I have December, Gatus, you're back here, and it's we're so happy to have you. We also have a, a new song coming out. Oh next yeah. Oh, week. we have a show coming up. And a show, Sunday yeah. Oh, show, show at this Sunday at the Rocket Lounge. We played there. We played there before. We've played there before, and. That's this Sunday, December 15th. Start music at 8 p.m. Gonna go on till late. There's a bar, 21 and up. There's... Which place is this? Rocket Lounge. Oh, Rocket I think Lounge. Where is that, though? It's yeah. in Hawthorne. It's yeah. the one... All right, th this tour is where we can start our, like, reflecting of individual months, but March, we had our St. Patrick's Day show. 
Yeah. That's the Here Rocket Lounge? At Rocket Lounge in oh, Hawthorne. I like that spot. I like it too. And uh, I we played with some cool guys, uh, like a twins band, Thing of Twins, I think they're oh, called. Yeah. And I, I don't know if, but Green Interstate was there. I think Federico was there too. It was, it was really fun. I, I do remember though, since it was St. Patty's Day, there was a lot of alcohol in the room. And that was available to us because we were playing as a band. And uh, I think the second song we played Youth. And uh, I was just you like, remember? He wasn't, I don't I was, think. I was, yeah, of, I was out of town. He couldn't make that, that show. Yeah. yeah. We Luckily, we had George in there at the time. So, he could still be a four-piece. But uh, Youth, I, I just... My mind was somewhere else. I don't know. Wait, and I just up. fucked up the Wait. song, and we and we literally ended the song halfway through, just like we ever all messed up, and like fuck. And there was and this there guy. Was just, there was just a guy, like an old guy. Just oh like, yeah, yeah. I like wasn't here for that. You guys yeah. told yeah. me about this when I got back. He was, I couldn't tell if he loved us or hated us. Do you guys remember so what was that one show that a similar thing happened to Ramon? He was so wasted. He was playing like a <laughs> that's different every show. I think, that's every, I <laughs> think especially the the five star bar show. No, no, but there was oh you know what yeah, it was. The, uh, it was the what, Laurel Canyon. Ah, that was no, no, I, that wasn't it. Sue's told us she said that was our no, no, no. That was it like wasn't that one. Show yeah, that no, Laurel Canyon. No. We were all sober yeah, because it, it was like a it, it was someone's house, you yeah, know, yeah, and the family Laurel, was there. It wasn't Laurel Canyon. It was another one where Ramon was kind of wasted, and he just like. I remember it being. He was like star. playing at like a completely different rhythm. To <laughs> us. Do you remember that? I remember the five star. He was. I think. Oh yeah, no, it was five your brother. Star. Your brother recorded on his GoPro. It was like, a five star. That's where he <laughs> said he was <laughs> so drunk he couldn't <laughs> click the pedals because he would fall. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That show was <laughs> hilarious. Uh, that one was fun. Also, I, I, we were so rusty on the and the 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 last show we did together in the wormhole. Do you remember? Yeah, that was in July, I think. Yeah, too. that wasn't that bad, but we were or, definitely yeah. rusty because we hadn't played together in a while. Yeah, you know, it happens. Yeah. It's That was the one with Kawada and all those people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember making multiple grimaces and trying to hide. I should have hid them because there were times where I was just like, damn, but, I didn't sing that right. I messed up a chord. Or, yeah, yeah, we seemed but, a little... You know, it was a little... It was, fun show, it was still fun. But yeah. the last two songs I remember being pretty good. We just started off a little wonky. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it was just rustiness. Yeah. yeah. Well, we're playing My Mistake for the... Well, we played it for the first time when we played with Hey Rocco. Cool. Oh, yeah. Um, hey Rocco. But we're going to play it for the second time this and Sunday. release it. Like, we're going to start streaming Sick. it. Honestly, I think we could premiere it on this, the end of this podcast. As oh, yeah. Gosh, uh, That'd be cool. That'd be oh, really cool. Perfect. Yeah, just play it yeah. at the end. Maybe, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Maybe I can plug it in in the radio program mm-hmm. when I get back. So we need to come up with yeah, the cover art. They're for not it, ready though. for a second tape or something. We we need to come up with the cover art. That's yeah. the thing. We just could probably just send you some like I don't know artsy fartsy photo. I have. Well, we have a vision for it. What's but the vision? I, I came up with the design. The vision was just ass <laughs> for some reason, but I didn't know it was a real vision. I thought we were all just joking. Oh yeah, I I, <laughs> I don't know. It was supposed to be just like kind of uh, clickbaity. Yeah. And I don't know how ethical that is, but yeah, not very ethical. Uh, <laughs> but we, but this the song is kind it. of about uh, you know, it's you just about see a love the, thing. The cover art is just like a porn version of Meg from Family <laughs> Guy, just like every <laughs> fucking porn. How bad? We're gonna start rickrolling um, people with our song. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, shit, I completely forgot what I was gonna say. So guys. yeah, just going something. back, maybe at at the months. Do you, do you guys see? Uh, like a a thing where I guess for me the oh, thing that jumps wait, out to I me I think the reason why now just thinking about March I think the reason why I wasn't there for St. Patrick's Day was it because of um Kill for Coco maybe mm, yeah probably you might have been filming that, it yeah yeah that's exactly what it is because in that whole half of the year that last semester you and Sean were pretty pretty busy pretty neck deep in in that film and even with that, I still got to play some show yeah. with you guys, so yeah. it worked out. And it all worked out in that that show that we had. I think that was definitely that was super fun, dude. The high point of my whole ex- entire oh, life was, is the show at, show at Cantina yeah. House show that, that had a projector, and we had a big screening with with our our friend Sean, uh, yeah. his film. 
co-written with Matt here. We had we had a podcast. We're working on, on the future. Working on that the was future. like probably one of the first yeah. times too that we just got swarmed by people after the show. Dude, and yeah. We're like, oh my god, you guys were in the band. I just hate that that was at the end of my senior year. That yeah, that's been, a thing. If that too. had been at the beginning of my senior year, that would have been fantastic. Yeah. It's yeah. Yes, I am in the band. Yes. It, yeah, it was sort of like uh, the last hurrah. You yeah. know, it was like yeah, we sort of kind of sad. And, and retrospect, it's a little nostalgic. I get nostalgic thing about it. Like I don't think yeah. we realized that. Like we could never realize that that was like one of the last. Like really, you know what I mean. Yeah, I mean the the thing is they still have the house, so yeah, I could still hit them up. And but right. the thing with the movie though, like that specific, uh, com- like back to back of yeah, like was cool. the movie. I don't think th- I mean unless there's movie another. open bar, yeah, live band. It's just it was a no good cops. Time. Yeah, ignorant too. Yeah. Mansion tons house, of people. Like yeah, man. Yeah, they just really got ignorant at then, but like in a good way. Yeah, mm-hmm. like everyone was just rowdy. I had a 30 rack and it was just like passed open. And they had the curtain. Like right when we started playing, the curtain came down, That the like the bed sheet yeah, right. we were using as a projector. We accomplished and one of my dreams, which was to put a 30 rack in the bass drum. Yep, we did that. That's right. And then That's like the right. crowd could just grab it as they please. This is true. This is true. So um, what's it like uh, being a big shot? Radio host in Colombia. We're gonna like clickbait this. Yeah, we're gonna plug you hard. You're like uh, you're you're. We interviewed Colombia's number one TV host. <laughs> He's kind of hot shit, to yeah. be honest. Um, it's uh, <laughs> not I'm not hot shit, but <laughs> it's it's been an interesting experience for sure. Um, yeah, uh, like I, it's weird being in a position where. Like, you feel like people are directly rooting for you to fail. You know what I mean? That's not really something Haters. I've ever... Yeah, we, we noticed that. Yeah. Remember what we were talking about? Yeah, that? yeah. But I thought the cool thing about that was that it's kind of cool to, like, be in a position where you can actually stir up drama because that means you yeah. have some, some like, social status, I guess. Not social yeah, status. Yeah, no, like no, no. In, that makes total in the sense. Industry. So I, I thought that was kind of cool. Actually, it's good that if people are <laughs> insulting you online, I think. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, depending. It's like, if you tweeted like a racist tweet and people are insulting you, that's one thing. You know, that's <laughs> yeah. like it. That's, that's not what I mean. I mean more like, if your content is like good and it's generating people to still like mm-hmm. hate on you, mm-hmm. then that means you're probably doing something right. Honestly, yeah. Yeah. haters are your motivators. Yeah, but it's still weird. I've never had that feeling before until these last few months of being like, wow, there are people who would really want mm-hmm. me to like completely fail. Uh, yeah it was just it's a weird thing to feel like i definitely uh, way 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 smaller scale can you give us some context for the listeners what the drama is um so as i think even the tapeworms um posted on my instagram so my grandfather passed away uh basically two days after i moved to columbia and um i uh i was actually moving there to work with him yeah so I saw him Wednesday night. Um, he had a stroke, unfortunately, the next day. Um, but it was so. Yeah, basically, what we're doing right now is continuing his radio program because he was a he was a well known radio personality. I had been working on the program pretty regularly. Um, every time I was, especially when I was over there, when I would spend like a month or two over there. Um, so, like you know, the audience members knew me, and. Um, yeah, I mean, the family felt like we should continue. His production team felt like we can we should continue. At the funeral, there were like listeners who told us like, "You you have to continue the show, so, yeah. you know somehow." Um, even this guy that my grandfather um, had beef with a few years ago, and they had they weren't really on talk, speaking terms. Um, he used to be a part of the program. He went to the funeral, and he like went specifically to my mom. And he was like, you guys got to continue. So, and the other part of this is that my mom used to be a journalist, like, mm-hmm. back in the day, too. And she's basically, like, coming out of retirement to kind of... We're, we're co-hosting the right, program together. Right. Yeah. So, the drama has been, like, you know, one, there are people who hated, like, my grandfather. So, there's, like, you know, that, uh, that, uh, that hate continues onto, like, whatever right. is associated with him, right? 
then there's people who are like who are really big fans of them but don't agree with the fact that we're continuing the program for example that's like mm-hmm. um and and yeah i mean he was he was just a pretty big personality there's drama with the station in mm-hmm. particular um what, and, what's probably like the the one thing you mm-hmm. you sort of maybe took from or or a le- maybe a lesson learned or something that yeah you, you sort of yeah took with you as you're now sort of the new yeah um it's weird uh, there's a lot of things i've taken out of it like there's some experiences it was like like in a lot of ways like i remind people of my grandfather and so that's like mm-hmm. uh that's been like a big responsibility too um because we we are like in some ways we are really similar but in other ways i'm definitely like my own person yeah you know? definitely. but i think um the number one thing that um, I took away, probably the most important lesson. So I think at first I was doing, in my, and my mom and, and really the whole production team, we were doing the program at first in a way to grieve, mm. you know? And um, so that it was, it was basically like we needed to do it because it was like a way to stay connected right, with my grandfather. Right. So, and that was that was okay that served its purpose but what i what i eventually learned right was that it wasn't healthy for me if that was the mentality that i was that we and i was gonna was gonna have mm-hmm. um uh you know while doing this program that right. it was something that i needed to do right rather than something that i enjoy mm-hmm. doing which is true it is something but it was kind of taking the like the 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 weight of that responsibility was kind of taking the joy out of um, out of doing it for um, this happened for like yeah how long did it really yeah take this was like a, uh, this was like after the first month and I think based on like what people have told I I based on a lot of different things that kind of just happened at that time mm-hmm. it just kind of changed my whole perspective and I. Um, I didn't feel the pressure of as much at least anymore of having to like live up to what was there before and 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 how how are you now that it's you know yeah super comfortable like I I basically now I show up and I'm like excited to to, like show up and Mm -hmm. it's honestly like this is the thing though even after almost like what a little bit more than three months of doing it right I still get nervous um, but something my grandfather always told me, like, if you don't get nervous about it, it means that you probably don't care. So that's huge. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, so I never want to lose the like nervousness because it, it does matter a lot to me and I take it really seriously, but mm-hmm. it's also something that can't like my happiness can't be taken away if that program gets taken away from me. You know what I mean? And that right, right. was something that was causing like some sort of distress for like my family and I basically and and the and the production team mm. but now we're like proud of what we've done and how we've kind of continued his legacy so far and uh we're proud of what we've done and like we're continuing um for you know for for my grandfather's legacy but also for the people who listen because like listen one of the main reasons why we decided to continue the show is because people from the city where I'm from, Barranquilla, who live like internationally. They want you. They want. They were like. They were like. Somebody literally said, "I feel like an orphan right now." Wow. Because that show is like what connected me to the city where I'm from. Mm-hmm. Like that. That was my one tether to like where I'm from. Right. Right. Yeah. And I would listen to it like every night or something. Yeah. So um. So yeah. Right now we're digital. We were mm-hmm. briefly on air on like traditional radio for a little bit again but it just, it wasn't working out with that station. So we, Uh, it was basically working with them was because we were doing it from their station. Yeah, and it was was just uh, basically we were bleeding like digital listeners. Ah, I see. Yeah, and so um, we we decided that it was better just to be independent and we found our own studio. Yeah. Nice. And so now we're completely digital, but I think our goal is January to get back on like normal airwaves nice. so 
yeah but we're gonna try to we're gonna keep try to keep it up until june basically and then see what happens and hopefully mm. the show is like sustaining itself by then but yeah. that's our goal yeah all right on um thank you for opening <laughs> up like that that was yeah, yeah. no worries <laughs> no it's uh, it's actually good for me to talk about mm-hmm. it like so much has happened these um these like three or four months that um kind of processing it and having to talk about like certain things like gives me like clarity i think because mm-hmm. there's so much to like sort through like yeah. like literally doing this program every day there's something like every day there's mm-hmm. like something that yeah that almost goes wrong or does yeah. go wrong even mm. Mm. what made you uh come back to LA in la in december was that already like planned or yeah well i mean my goal was always before i had moved to come to la like every couple months every two or three months because like i said i'm still work. i'm writing the feature that kill, kill for coco feature with sean um and there's like stuff that we you have a wedding right yeah i got a wedding <laughs> my cousin's getting married on friday perfect reason yeah. to come and so yeah i was like okay i'll go to la first and then on the way back hit the wedding Mm-hmm. And um, and yeah, I still have like stuff out here. Like I have to pick up my guitars after we yeah, finish recording they're, this. Yeah, right there. I think. Yeah, yeah, they are. <laughs> um, I'm gonna at least take yeah my bass and a guitar. I might Sweet. have to leave the little one, but it's in um, good hands. Yeah, yeah no, they've I, been in good hands. I, I, I She's been here. <laughs> Only a a a few beers have been crushed. <laughs> Only a few cats have pissed on it. <laughs> that that black mini Ibanez was my first guitar. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Yeah, this so room, this room that we used to have, you've yeah. been in, right? It's obviously so much better now. Yeah, the vibes are different. It's developing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, this is really cool. It's wormhole Studios. I mean, I kind of liked mm-hmm. it when it was a little grimy too, but but like for like <laughs> for like party shit. Yeah, not for like doing this type of yeah. stuff. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? This is this is comfortable to yeah. like record in. So it's it's a vibe. So um, wrapping it up, mm-hmm. well. We can end our last segment with our our favorite uh, music things of the year. Um, I guess I can go first with my favorite, favorite music, music thing, thing or favorite. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I wasn't. Uh, yeah. No, no, no. I favorite music. No, no, no. no I wasn't saying it to like question the title. I was just thinking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I. Just so yeah, that it's clear show. that Cesar is the only us, one shooting. It gives us a lot of flexibility, I guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A show or an music album. Thing. I mean, obviously yeah. we have all everyone posting out, you know, Spotify or Apple Music Baby top Yoda songs. Album. Yeah, yeah. Everyone's talking about it's their crazy, like their favorite things. Yeah, it's crazy. Like Mac Miller was my artist of the decade. Yeah, decade. That's I was gonna say that too. It's not even just the year, but a whole yeah, decade. Yeah, decade of music. And when you think about like everything that's happened music-wise since 2010, that's a little insane. Yeah, but definitely. I wonder how like, I wonder what, what the the kind of distinguishing thing about 2010s music that we're gonna look back on and see mm-hmm. because you know like obviously when you just finish the decade it's like so confusing what's actually gonna like stand out after time right. goes by. Analyze it. Like like 2000s like i think about like a very certain type of rap and like a very certain type of like i don't know like i think of the song uh doom what's the 50 cent song yeah in the club yeah exactly that's that's like such a 2000s thing and then like lincoln park or some shit yeah for like, even though like i listen rock. to a bunch of rock like i'm just gonna think back to around this time and think like just a bunch of hip-hop yeah Definitely. even though I honestly this is probably the decade that i mean obviously like i was still a kid in the 20 2000s but yeah, this was the Hip-hop decade that really this emerged was, to the to yeah, pop. Yeah, Masses. it was really big, and just on <laughs> a personal level, <laughs> like but think about it. Like those early two thousand tens for rap were also beautiful. Like right before mm. rap got even more popular, like right. when it was like datpiff dot com. dot com. Yeah, like those days, you know. Yeah, when like artists like Mac Miller hadn't quite blown up yet, but they mm. were like internet popular. Also, SoundCloud. Beginning of the yeah. decade, there was it's it's harder like remember now but there was there used to be a difference between internet popular and like still like yeah. famous and now there's no difference anymore that's mm-hmm. another weird like decade thing to think about yeah the internet man mm. um, uh next year we're gonna be closer to the 2040s than the 90s dang yeah that's spooky it's pretty spooky right makes you feel old well my favorite music thing 
Do you mean for the year or just for this? Yeah, year? for the year. Yeah, for the year. Or the decade. And whatever. Most how, recent how music. I mean, my artist of the decade on Spotify was The Strokes. But yeah, my most recent sense. music thingy is I just discovered Brazilian indie rock. Really? There's a band called Mop Top. Holy no shit. No space in between the words. It's just Mop Top. Otherwise, you end up with another band. I don't know who the hell they are. I'm going to have to check but this out. They're pretty good. They sound really good. And, and uh, Well, honestly, one of my favorite things um, was Protus turning me on to Kinoko Tekoku. Kinoko Tekoku. Tekoku. Oh, my yeah. God. They're great. Dude, Hoops has a new song out. They do? What? Yeah, they, I thought like, they broke came, up. They came out of hi- hiatus. Holy shit. Yeah, it's actually a really well produced and oh sounds my God. pretty pretty fire. You guys are giving me uh, check out music. hoops. Um, yeah, hoops is great. Yeah, you got mop talk. What else? What shows? Oh, I, we went to that Mitski show, but I don't know if that was the best uh, experience. <laughs> no, I mean the show itself. The show is great. We don't have to talk about the <laughs> yeah, other stuff. Don't talk about I actually <laughs> completely forgot about that even. Yeah. Uh, but the the actual show is insane. Like Mitski is. Yeah, Mitski was dope. like an insanely good performer yeah that was definitely one of my top music moments same honestly that was like incredible and i was on some gummies too like it was so wavy <laughs> like the the loop the girl who opened for her who just made yeah. music purely using loops mm-hmm. like i thought that was, i was making so much fun of it before and then <laughs> when i actually heard the music i felt one with like the universe Ethereum. yeah it was definitely insane but man my favorite music thing you know i feel like this year was not that great for music or am i the hmm. only one what was it great then if it wasn't great for music i think it was an all right year for film yeah especially international film yeah i agree um yeah i guess i i was listening to a lot of old things yeah but like music like i don't know music sucks i like to listen to silence Silence. Actually, big year in podcasts. Now that we say yeah, this, podcast, huge shout out to the podcast. Yeah. Welcome industry. <laughs> oh, but but like honestly, I feel like this should have been like a a lot better year than it was. Yeah, yeah. well, like a lot of labels, like record record labels becoming less and less of a thing now, and like well, and just like the albums that had a lot of hype that came out this year just were mostly bad. Like I didn't like Jesus is King. Did you? Yeah, I I it didn't really hit for me either. No. And it's like not even like it really has nothing to do with Kanye. Um, Did it hit for you, lady? Uh, becoming a like a Christian, I could care less. Mm-hmm. But uh, just the album itself is just very boring. Mm. Chances album was bad. <laughs> Chances album was actually more than I was, bad. It was garbage. Uh, yeah, I was talking with Ramon about this though. Yeah that rock in because these albums about rock is sort of making a comeback it is and it's it's kind of that shoegaze that's really Mm -hmm. taking off again yeah so i think it's because the 90s are so you the 90s are so long ago that they've become that new decade that everybody loves yeah you know what i mean like like i feel like in the 80s it was like what the 50s or 60s like that whole style of dress just on its own yeah yeah. yeah, I mean, every thirty years, like, like a decade gets like super like romanticized. Cool, yeah. yeah, I feel like the nineties yeah. is doing that right now. Nostalgia is a weird thing. I don't think it it's necessarily a good, but well, there's there's some things we can learn about. There's it. a there's a Japanese concept that I think is really uh, really apt. I'm ready to just to round out this year. And I think uh, this year, this podcast, this time that we have together, mm-hmm. um, it's a Japanese concept called Mono no Aware. Mono no no Aware? Yeah. <laughs> mono no Aware. I don't know. I don't know if I'm saying it even remotely They're close to. Japanese listeners can like. But yeah. <laughs> Shut up. <guys>. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying like something really offensive. Um, <laughs> but Mono no Aware, from what I've understood and read, is basically this Japanese concept that's been like very difficult to translate into English. And um, it's basically, you need like a, a couple sentences to, to translate it. So this is, this is my best attempt. Okay. It's a recognition of the fact that the present moment that you're in is fleeting. And that li- life itself is fleeting, but that the present moment that you're in is already gone as you're experiencing it. And basically, the beauty and the fleetingness of of kind of of every moment. Yeah, beautiful. That's what it is, and I think that's uh, 
yeah i feel like that's a good good uh good thing to think about because i think nostalgia you know is either something that can bring a lot of sadness or it can be easily manipulated but i think if you mm -hmm. go about nostalgia with the fact that like if it's nostalgia and then you come out if you get stuck in the nostalgia it's bad nostalgia by itself is not bad but if you get stuck in the nostalgia it's bad I, th I think like nostalgia is a good opportunity to like accept what's happened yeah well yeah. the way it can be manipulated is through nostalgia the way i think large forms like companies can use yeah. nostalgia to make you buy things yeah. that that could be a little tyrannous at times I, I think you know the whole thing yeah. of make america great again that's taps nostalgia. into nostalgia you know? but that's the thing that's the biggest thing is that nostalgia is a lie because basically the moment that you're longing for will never even if you go back to that same place mm -hmm. with the same people it'll never be the same who's yeah. that japanese author you were telling me about a while ago uh, which one it's a sci-fi kind of Oh, Murakami. Murakami, Murakami, yeah, yeah. Murakami. yeah I gotta check check him out. I yeah, yeah. Some <laughs> of his books have some sci-fi concepts. To them. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, I think like, yeah, I have this whole theory about time and spirituality, but I, I'll have to save that for another podcast because uh, <laughs> if I get started, you gotta break it down. Yeah, if I get started, well, okay, I, yeah, I can say it pretty concisely. I think spirituality are the moments when we're aware that like the past, future and present are all existing at the same time. Wow. Yeah. That's, that's pretty concise. <laughs> Dang. Yeah, I think. That's When's the last theory. time you felt spiritual like that? I think probably the... Today, tomorrow? <laughs> right, now? right now? Right now? No, <laughs> yeah, right now as I'm talking. Yesterday, tomorrow, and right now. Um, I think... Uh, well, I think the moments that happen to me with frequency, the, the thing that triggers it is that. So in the program that we do, we always close, close with my grandfather's words. Mm. And so in that moment, I'm experiencing like the past because I'm hearing something that he already said. Like, And then it's the present because I'm, and you know, it's also the future. Because, that's, inter yeah. uh, that's interesting that you yeah. say that. I. I think those moments I feel like a spiritual kind of presence. I have a feeling, I th I think for me, it's very similar to that, but I think it's like when I could see myself like outside of myself and like yeah. as, a, uh, as, a, as a being that sort of uh, is in a moment, maybe uh, I'm like with new people or just yeah. other things around me that but, are not usual and I can see myself and I can take a step back and look at myself. I feel like I used to think that uh, you know I feel like these things I feel really like good about life or something when when I'm like if life feels like a movie and I'm like the center yeah. of attention but now I step back and it's like when I'm like really just yeah. in something that I can like step back and well, see myself like, I feel like that it's is that whole thing that like the self is a lie you know mm -hmm. but uh that's like transcendentalism I think yeah but um uh basically yeah, just the last thing I'll say, like, think about it. Like, why is religion such, has been, like, such a vehicle for, like, spirituality? Because religion mm -hmm. is basically something that has occurred once it gets established, right? It's something that has occurred before you. Like, it's also part of your present. And even if, you know, once you die, like, religion is still going to exist. So it's connecting, the, like, all three at the mm -hmm. same time when you are, like, part of a religion. Yeah. I think that's why it can like breed spirituality. Yeah, that's I don't know. That's my like crackpot theory about about yeah. spirituality. <laughs> well, I think that's a perfect little bow to wrap on this show and this little year in review show. I think uh, we started off with talking about the months of this total year, and then you know we really opened up about life and <laughs> got a and quick little update on Matt Gatos. Yeah. Before he heads back to the motherland, I yeah. head back to Miami tomorrow. So we'll yeah. shoot an episode in May when we go. Yeah, visit. yeah, that would be really fun, and we can do it in the studio. We too. gotta like mm -hmm. do something the day before that way we have a little something to talk about our experience. Oh, like, like it can't be the first day. Like there needs to be. Yeah, stuff. we need to have some some sauce. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Great. Well, thanks, Gatos. It was a pleasure. Uh, you wanna talk about the song we're gonna feature? Well, not feature. The little introduction to our new song. 
Yeah, so this is a song sneak we recorded peek. in sneak a studio. Peek. It's uh yeah, we'll do a sneak peek. It's called My Mistake. I wrote it uh most of it earlier this year, probably at the start of the year, and then I finally it unlocked when we all brought it to the whole band. And we recorded it with our homie Thomas at uh Pattern Recording Studios here right near the wormhole in Mid City and uh, it's coming out soon, so hope you enjoy. My mistake. listening to this episode of the Taprooms podcast and remember keep it wormy